Don't skip this one as a music podcast where two best friends play songs to talk about them. It's also a comedy podcast where the hosts make dumb jokes and make fun of each other. Um, how did you get into this That's, recording? Don't worry about how I got into the booth. Point is, I'm here, and I'm going to finish this off. Sometimes there's strong language in this podcast, so be aware. Okay, stop reading my script. Um, uh, I want to say the next thing. Now, on, on to, to the, the show. show. What's up, fellow music nerds? It's your host, Zach Fisher, and with me, as always, is Brady Levin. Okay. Oh, Zach, are you wondering why I, instead of using the the rap air horn like I normally do, I I decided to to go with the sad trombone? Yeah, I'd like an explanation on that. I don't understand. Well, folks, buckle up, because this is going to be a sad episode. Welcome to the episode called Rest in Power Chords. Um, I, I forced Brady into this one, and that's why maybe he's a little upset with me. Um, this episode... Yep. Um, this episode is all about songs that are de- dedicated to someone who has uh, passed away, uh, um, been released from this uh mortal realm uh however you want to say it they are no longer with us and they dead someone, they dead and someone wrote a song about it and um there's i did okay i just want to explain again i know i'm famous for the um the sad i say famous loosely um people know that famous like about with the 10 people that listen to us famous with the they 10 know people i like the sad songs um but there have been so many because it's a very strong emotion it inspires very powerful music um and so there's just a lot of great songs i mean honestly far more than the ones that we've got here um for you guys these are just kind of the ones that um i think some of these are just kind of the first ones that pop into my head um but also just really 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 good ones that i like um but yeah there's just there's there's so many songs about this subject matter, which is a hard subject matter, but um, it makes such great music that I was like, I want to talk about it. I don't necessarily want to dwell on um, the sadness of, of death, but I do want to. Um, yeah. I was kind of waiting for that. Sorry. I yeah, I, I unlocked my something. phone. There's a lot of stuff that went into it. Okay, I got I to I, I'll, I'll stop depending on it. You, you just you know you yeah bring it in and out as you please um yeah, we'll do. so so other than the sad trombone noise how do you feel about uh, how do you feel about this episode brady <laughs> sad um remember yeah. how for all those uh long time listeners you know all probably three of you um probably uh we did a a uh, serial killer one and that was just sad and depressing or this one's going to just be well sad depressing and scary this one's just going to be sad and depressing so it'll be fun it will be lots of fun um, we're recording this in in my mind one of the happiest months of the year um, you know, <laughs> Christmas is is a couple weeks away from us and Zach was like hey do you know what I want to do I want to depress our audience I want to depress everyone I want everyone to think, hmm, is Zach doing okay? I'm doing fine. Um, I just, 
I just guys, I'm I'm getting by. We don't have to get into it, but I'm getting by. Uh we but I do want to uh go into these songs because I really do it, again, it's not that the subject matter. It's just that these are some really, really great, powerful, very creative songs um that were put together. And honestly, most of them are also incredibly famous uh, at least half of these i know are like top charting um yeah. songs that we didn't really go into like the um deep recesses of our minds for this one we were like songs about someone who's passed oh here's a bunch um well should and, we just yeah uh, should we just get into this and just i'm a little worried about it but i guess I'll just i'll take it one step at a time And that was One Step at a Time by Four Years Strong. Um, my favorite band. I think last week we talked about Brady's favorite band. And I don't recall how many songs I've had on here by them, but they're my favorite band. And like we've talked about this so many times, but like I've never really gotten into Four Years Strong. But every time you play a song from them, I'm like, ooh, I really like this. I just haven't ever like stopped to like go through their discography. You should, man. I love. No, I, fuck that. Fine, that's fair. That, <laughs> that feels like us. Um, the uh, I do again. I think I've. I don't want to repeat myself too much. Um, I am a fan to the point where I love everything that they've put out, including like acoustic versions and demos and all that stuff. Um, so honestly, me recommending it to people is probably like. They're, people aren't going to like it as much as I do, but they are a really, really good band. Um, and but I will say, as far as acoustic versions go, um, this they do have a really, really good acoustic version of this. Um, even like that, I think anybody would appreciate. Not, not it's not like just like a hardcore fans would like yeah. sort of thing. Um, but um, and mostly because I think of the subject matter, it it lends itself also to like an acoustic version as well. Um, but yeah, so this song is is uh, about um, they they have two singers. They well, they both play guitar and sing, um, and it's uh, I believe I want to say Dan's uh, Dan's brother. Uh, yes, sorry, I had to check on 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 uh, Genius dot com, which I guess. No, yeah, I did double check that. Is Dan O'Connor, um, mm -hmm. his brother that passed away. Um, are you gonna do that every time I say who? Passed probably, away? probably. You, you force me you, like this. You force me into doing a an episode about uh, sad things. So you know what am I gonna do? <laughs> You're gonna use that as much as you want. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, unfortunately, yeah, his, his brother passed away. Um, uh, uh, by he was uh, leukemia. battling leukemia. Yeah, sorry, I was forgetting the way to phrase that. Um, Pronounce it. 
this leukemia. It's a pretty common. No, like, I, I kind of remember the word. I kind of remember battling. I don't know. I was like trying to remember. Oh, you forgot the word battle. Okay. Yep. Um, I'm, sometimes I'm stupid. Um, don't say it. Don't say it. Um, the but, we, um, you, uh, the, but they uh, wrote this really good song in dedication to him. Um, I love a lot of the lyrics. Um, you know, it, when when you first listen to it, I think it's not. If you listen to it without like looking at the lyrics and knowing for a fact that this is um, about someone who passed, I think it's still kind of if you're like half paying attention, you're kind of like, this feels like it's a sadder subject matter, but I do like, um, uh, I do like that. Um, it's not like a, but it's not written like a really sad. It's not, it, it's like, it, it's a, it's, and it's, I think that's what I, I kind of liked about it. It's like, it's not, it's not the sad like how like how he's feeling like right after he lost his brother but it's like the the one step at a time of like being able to deal with that loss like in a hopeful way yeah and i do want to say about four years strong in general that is something i've noticed in their music is their it's hopeful music like it's it's Something bad happened, but here's how we get through it. They're not called Four Year Weak. They're called Four Year Strong. That was that actually hurt to hear you say that. that I know it did. Um, and, but kind of going off of what you're saying, I think that's my favorite lyric. Is the because I know it's warmer where you are. Because no matter how far the view, I I still always look up to you. Like yeah. it's that hopeful, like you know, like is it from the. the from the look of the lyrics, it looks like his brother died in November, you know, pretty cold month. Yeah. Like it's, you know, near the start of, of winter. Like it's that fall winter kind of start where things are like, and it's that thing of like, I always feel like the things are like fall winter is like a 50 degrees in like the fall and winter is a ton colder than the 50 in like March as it's getting warmer. Yeah, because it's like you can just feel the cold and like the dark days coming ahead. But the fact that, you know, he's like, I know it's warmer where you are. Um, I just I think I like that hopeful, like, no matter how far the view is, I'm so always going to look up to you. I just I thought that was a really cool lyric kind of going into this sad, stupid episode you've forced me into <laughs> uh, uh, so anyways go check out four years strong um this one in particular i i did it's one of it is one of my favorites from them and it did help me uh get through um i haven't had a lot of people uh that i've lost in my life but i got through um the few that i have that this song i've like when i've when I started dwelling on it too much, I'd, I'd play this song and kind of like, um, I think I, I like the mantra, like I've never, I'll never take this life for granted. I'm living it for two. Um, yeah. Anyways. Um, anything else you want to say about this song before we, uh, go to the next Well, what, what was your favorite lyric? I don't think you, did I not say my favorite lyric? No. 
Um, well, I, I do. So, I mean, that might be my favorite lyric, but, um, oh, actually it's, and since you're always the one who sang the songs, I'll be singing this one for you. Um, I just think that's a really, um, beautiful sentiment and like him, uh, especially being the, the lead singer of a band and being like, it was my brother who was always singing the songs and I'm going to carry on singing because uh that's what he did so yeah i like that yeah well i've i've got nothing else and you know i normally will uh lead into the next song with a pun but feels a little wrong when um these songs are all about people who have died so thanks i'm gonna just i'm gonna just play the next song i don't, don't i feel to. i i feel i feel like i'll go to hell if i do it and i don't I don't want that on my conscience. Conscience. A long, long time ago, I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. And I knew if I had my chance that I could make those people dance and maybe they'd be happy for a while. But February made me shiver. And this was American Pie by Don McLean. Uh, this one is, it's a, Zach and I were just talking about it, but this one is about the day that the music died. And it's, it's written as like a tribute to Richie Valens, the big bopper and Buddy Holly, who yeah. died in a, a plane accident in um 1959 and uh, what's the word I'm looking at? so they died in a plane accident and so it's kind of the turning the the tides turning for the music industry um at that time and so like we were uh, Zach and I were talking about it a little bit while we were listening to the song but like this song is really good it's like it's you know like an ode to them but also um, an ode to kind of how the music changed with them. And like, it's been like Don McLean really didn't say too much about what each, like the lyrics were about. Like yeah. he didn't really go into a lot of detail, but a lot of people have like dived into it to like try to figure out the meaning like early Swifters um, is what, what they did early Swift- McLean, Swifties? early Swifties okay. kind of went in and, looked at looked through the 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 jackets and saw you know what was capitalized and saw times and and figured out okay this is what her next album they did that but for this song yeah it's pretty much what has happened is that people have gone and really try to like dive into figuring out like the meaning behind the song and so as we were going through it was really interesting because like there's a lot of stuff i don't think i've really knew about the song like i've always known that the day the music died was about buddy holly and richie valens and the big bopper because i remember my mom telling me about that when i first found this like because my mom started having me listen to like 60s 70s music when i was like in sixth grade so that was like her era so like i got really into 60s and 70s and this is one of the first songs i remember her showing me and telling me like about the day the music died but i don't but then we went in and as i was listening i was like oh wow there's a lot of cool references to like, you know, like the jesters, like Bob Dylan and the King is Elvis. And like, there's lots of cool 
tie-ins to the music industry. Um, so yeah. 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 It's a really great song. And I know I got super into the meaning behind all, a lot of that stuff. I think during, I want to say it was like during high school or something I'd dug through all of it and I've forgotten a lot of it by now. And I was cool kind of reliving that as I was like going through genius and being like, Oh, what does this mean again? But yeah, I remembered that the jester was Bob Dylan. Um, because he, the Don McLean talks about how he stole the crown from Elvis because um, it was just Elvis got older and and Bob Dylan was younger and so yeah with the youth more but um, it's a really really good song though and it it is a it is a very interesting song because the sixties is like um, this really great era for music and. Yeah, um, in looking back, but it he does kind of write about it in a lamenting way, yeah, um, which is his personal opinion. But it's like that's kind of crazy, you know. He was kind of lamenting the the fifties era's music, which is still really good, but like the sixties is just where there's like so much exploration and so much of foundations of modern music comes more from sixties than it does, um, fifties. And, um, but at the same time, uh, you and can't really, uh, but there, it all builds on each other also. It so all builds 50s, on each other. Fifties is still important, but. And I think, I think that's what's cool. And like kind of going into it, I think that's probably one of my favorite lyrics. Um, it's more, it's near the end. It's, it's, a, it's almost the whole verse. Um, it's the, and in the end, some Gungans died, some ships blew up, and some pilots fried. Lots of folks were croaking. Yeah, the battle droids were broken. And the Jedi I admire most met up with Darth Maul, now he's toast. Well, I'm still here, and he's a ghost. I guess I'll train this boy. Right, those are, That's the lyrics? Yeah, something to uh, something something like that. That is the Weird Al um, cover of the song, actually. Yeah, I know, um, those, I know you get those confused, but yeah, those that's actually a cover. To be honest, my one of my favorite parts of the actual song is that lyric. That that verse is is the um, not a word was spoken. The church well, bells were all broken because I, I like how he like makes it gets it to you know like quiets it down to. Um, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, like in the song, are Richie Valens, um, the Big Bopper, and Buddy Holly. Yeah, and kind of like tie it back into them at the very end. Um, but but in all actuality, every time I hear it, all I can hear is um, that the like that it's the, the saga fight. begins, and I I I hear that's the the one verse I know by heart um, from the saga begins from Weird Al. Especially the uh, like, I hear the battle droids uh, were broken. The Jedi I admire most. Like that's I hear that as I'm listening <laughs> to this, even though that is my favorite part of the actual song. Yeah, all I can think of is Weird Al's version during that time. My uh, mind is here, Anakin. Maybe okay. Vader no, someday no, later. They now can listen to that's a different song. Okay. Um, 
anyways uh what's what's your favorite wait so is that your favorite but that is the, my that actual, is my your favorite, favorite where on, it like on your actual it kind of like because it, it builds up at the beginning and then it's like pretty strong throughout and then it like it slows down to tie it back into the day the music died i don't like it's really cool even just listening to it going through and like seeing all the different references like there's been references that i've i know i've caught before where like he mentions John, you know, like the Lennon read the book of marks. Like I knew that that was John Lennon like a long time ago or the helter skelter, but like yeah. then going into some of the other ones, I was like, Oh, I didn't realize that. Or like, yeah. Um, something that I thought was really interesting was the day the music died. Like that's also like, that's when they put it into effect that meet um, news outlets couldn't, um, couldn't, say who had died before like for anything i couldn't say um you know in an accident like who had died before they notified the family because uh, the um buddy holly's wife was pregnant and had a miscarriage because of the stress because she found out listening to the radio that right. her husband had died and they'd only been married for like six months yeah that's crazy oh wow that's awful um, but I'm, I mean, I'm glad that we have that rule now, but yeah. it's awful way to have it happen, I guess. Um, I do want to say my favorite, and I'm just going to do a whole verse as my favorite, which I guess kind of what you did, but, um, oh, and we were all in one place, a generation lost in space with no time left to start again. And so come on, Jack, be nimble, Jack, be quick. Jack flash sat on a candlestick because fire is the devil's only friend. And as I watched them on the stage, my hands were clenched in fists of rage. No angel born in hell can break that Satan spell. And and as the flames climbed high into the night to light the sac- sacrificial rite, I saw Satan laughing with delight the day the music died. It's so good. It, it starts off it, something that I didn't notice. Um, well, okay. So, um, I didn't notice it starts off kind of innocent. It's talking about like the Jack and the candlestick nursery rhyme. And then it ends with like Satan laughing in delight. Like he uses, he like transitions like to a very extreme. Um, and he, it's also um, at least what genius is saying. And I, I kind of, it's from it. jumping Jack flash from uh, rolling stones, the rolling stones. And so it, and and so that in that way it's referencing the um what are they sorry i'm just i'm forgetting what they're called the almont the altamont free concert um that like that like ended the hippie movement because i i can't remember when woodstock was um i know it was sometime in the 60s but people like talk about um it was like the altamont free concert was so was basically that people studying that time in history, it was like Woodstock kicked off the hippie county counterculture movement. Mm-hmm. And then Altamont like is when shit got dark and basically hippies started to, and the counterculture like got went into a decline because of that. Cause it was, it was such an awful scene and um, such a tragedy, but um, and so Anyways, it's just that's the way that that verse is written is really 
um, clever in the way to uh, reference that that and um, I'm forgetting the word. Just, I don't know. Just comparing polar opposites like that. This nursery rhyme and the um, Satan laugh, laughing in delight. There's a word that I can't think of. Um, anyways, it's a very good song though. Yeah, no, it's a really good song. I'm sorry we put a eight minute long song on there, but it's an amazing eight minute long song. Uh, yeah. Like I said before, I I kind of fell in love with this song sixth seventh grade when like my mom kind of like got me onto like sixties seventies music, and I just loved it. But yeah, yeah, do you have anything else you want to say about this song or the day the music died? Um, no, I don't think so. I, I I will say musically, it's um he does a good job of building to each chorus. I, I didn't yeah. want to add that. That's really good. Um, hey Zach, can uh-huh. it, it it's uh, cutting out on I it's cutting out on me a little bit. Can you hear you me? And that was Hear You Me by Jimmy Eat World. Um, this song, uh, I it, this one is about, uh, I'll just get it out of the way. Um, this one is about um, these two sisters who are huge supporters of both Jimmy Eat World and Weezer. And it sounds like maybe just a bunch of up and coming bands, but yeah. um, they were, they were, not just fans, but like huge supporters. And you can like hear in the song. I mean, the first lyrics are like when, when there was no one in at these people, it's, it's these two sisters house. Um, they gave them a spot to stay. So um, really big supporters of the music industry. And, and um, um, apparently they, they unfortunately died in a car crash, but uh, Jimmy on Moore, their way, on their way to a Weezer concert on their Yeah. On their way to a Weezer concert. So um and apparently hear you me is something that they would in you know the early early internet like there was like blog forums and stuff and hear you me is something that the sisters would use oh like it was a phrase like it was a phrase that they would use and i think that's how they kind of would connect with some of these because it wasn't like at the time like jimmy world wasn't big like they had a couple like they've been around since like mid 90s they yeah. died in 99. They didn't really get in my, like, you know, I feel like some of their, their, like the biggest that they, they got was like in 2001 with bleed America, like yeah. the sweetness and the middle. Um, but like, so it was like, you know, it's just these two sisters who were really nice and would, you know, as like Weezer and, um, what's the word? Uh, Jimmy World and other bands were like, you know, trying to like get their start. Would they were in the music scene and they just like, hey, you guys can crash at ours instead of having to pay for some crappy motel because we know that you don't, you're not making any money because you're still like a nobody yeah. band, but we really like your music. Yeah, which is awesome. So, um, 
but yeah i i wanted to i wanted to add this song because um i think this is going to be the one of the few like really slow and sad ones like this one's like very obviously slow and sad um but um it also reminds me of uh in a not sad way our friend uh megan nebaker who's been on the podcast shout out megan if you listen i think sometimes she does listen megan just hey can you respond to our our my text um we want to try to do a community Christmas and you haven't responded. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and not responding to our text messages, I'm going to be a little upset because by, by the time you hear this, it might be too late. It probably is too late. Um, Megan. Uh, so we used to do uh, open mic nights. You, you came to a few with us, right? Yeah. 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 It was the worst night of my life. Sorry. It was great. I hate you. You so were uh, a plus amazing 10 out of 10 stars uh you're the worst um so uh we would do we would do these open mic nights and it was um we specifically did the one because we were poor college students we would do the ones where it was like if you play three songs we'll give you a free waffle something a free waffle or it's a waffle because it was that waffle yeah. you guys used to do it that's right yeah so it was like hey we'll give you a free waffle and so I, I don't know if it's three songs, but some amount of like, if you play for some amount of time, you get some free food. And, um, we were like, hell yeah, we're there. Um, sorry. We were at BU at the time. We said, we said, heck yeah, we'll be there. Um, that's a joke guys. Especially, I think it's funny because you were looking out for free food. We all worked for a catering company on campus who all we did was just eat free food. Like we would go in, Sometimes Even you didn't we have a shift scheduled that day. You gotta... Yeah, but but it got to the point where you would you would just go in. You just go in and go, you just go raid the kitchen. Yeah, that's true. And you know you'd get a bunch of wasn't good food because all the good food was usually gone, but it was like tons and tons of desserts. Like absolutely, you guys. Well, guys, if you ever want to mess your stomach up for the rest of your life, um, eat desserts solely for. <laughs> For like a year, year straight, a year, a year. A year every now and again, every you know, sometimes you would get some really good other food. But yeah, like, no, so but it, like there was, you know, food, but a it lot all depend. of I, there were that I multiple times. I can't even count how many times it was like this is my meal, and it was like five eleven bar cheesecake. Yeah, like cheesecake bites and like a bunch of garbage desserts yeah i like that one with the coconut and the chocolate chips i don't remember what it was called but that was my favorite one that was very good um yeah you know trying to lighten the mood right before i tell you my favorite lyric hold um, on i haven't finished talking about megan even megan would come out to the open mic night with us and she would play this song man that's all i wanted to say but she's really really good uh very good I, i love i love her cover of it too um so um we need to go out to an open mic night again, Megan, and, and uh, just just so you, Megan. Megan, we miss you. Megan, we miss um, you. We want to see you soon. Okay. Um, do you want to hear my favorite lyric? Yeah, I think I'm. Not, I think I'm good now. It's not even gonna be a joke. It's it's. I'm gonna go sad on this one. So, okay. listeners, buckle up. Um, I never said thank you for that. Now I'll never have a chance. Ooh. yeah no it's uh that one is that's really 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 rough 
but yeah. really good. Like weirdly, I could start crying thinking about that too, but too hard. Like that one is oh, yeah. that one. That one is rough. When you, if you're thinking about like grieving over someone, that thought of like the things that you never said haunts me. Like it's oh. to the point where like, like I don't know what it is. Like I it happened when I was like my early twenties. Like it got to the point where like somehow I had some weird intrusive thought of like I think I got in a like some argument with my with my mom about you know probably like the girl I was dating or whatever it was um and it was pretty much one of those like go to hell mom like I'm not listening to and then like hung up on her and then didn't talk to her for even it wasn't long it was like maybe a couple hours but then I thought then it just it and it's still it's something that haunts me to this day where it's like what if that was the last thing I ever said to my mom? Yeah. And it's that I like, that. I get that. Yeah. And so now it's like, I like, and after I had that, like I end every phone call, no matter how mad I am at like, with like family members, yeah. uh, family members or loved ones or who like, um, that's why you never heard it. Um, yeah. but I'll always end with like, love you. Like, even if I've, so like I, mom, dad, you guys are like pissing the shit out of me. Like I'm, I am so done with this. I love you. Bye. Because I, in my mind, I'm like, I, I don't want that last thing that I, if anything bad were to happen, the last, I don't want to like ever say anything where I'm like eating up inside, you know, fun yeah. fact, just want to really bring it down. You know what? I'm leaning into this whole <laughs> You're depressing sad thing fun fact will, for you guys that's so you know i will say there was a song on this that i was like i have to be careful when talking about that song in particular it hasn't come up yet um because Shit, that one, what are we talking oh no oh no what it's are okay we- we're gonna it's it's fine well i think for me i don't know about it for you uh, to be oh. fair but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys right now. I did not think this one was gonna hit me as hard as it, it has. I didn't think so I don't either. Know. I think I think I listened, it's something about song, like. Go ahead. And this song has been been played at like, you know, like at like I remember hearing it like at dances and and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like one of those slow songs that play, got played at like high school dances when we we're you know in like 2004. And we're like so yeah. I didn't I didn't realize that until I started looking looking at the lyrics like. Oh my gosh. No, this, this one is sad. It's heavy, guys, because I was thinking about it. I was like, look, um, as you can tell between me and Brady, most of my, this is most of my friendships. I, I, we're kind of assholes to each other. Not, you know, not to the point where, not to the point where it's like, I think that they hate me, but it is pretty assholeish most of the time. Most but, of the time. There are those friends who, and we and we treat them as like an as annoying, but they're those supportive friends who they're just like the nicest people, and they're always like have your back and the biggest fans and are and of like anything that you do, no matter how shitty it is, and you're just like they're the best people in the world, and um, this song is like, what if those people? passed and you didn't get to, and i was like oh no 
that's so sad and I can't think about it too much um, because those are like, those friends are the greatest. Um, and also in general, uh, even though all my friends are kind of assholes, uh, we still are all supportive of each other. I do think that like, um, I think that's my favorite lyric. It's the first one, but like, there's no one in town. I know you gave us some place to go. I think about that all the many times that I've crashed on couches and, and, or, um, became Brady's mom's roommate for two weeks because, right, because, uh, the college town that we lived in had a stupid apartment schedule where there's just like everyone was homeless for two weeks. Um, but there's been so many times where people just out of the kindness of their heart are like, yeah, stay here. I know you've got no other place. If, if it wasn't for this, you'd be sleeping in your car. Um, so yeah, go ahead. Just, just come crash. So, you know, yeah, I may be an asshole, but I did let you stay at, uh, our house last week. So, you know, can't be that big of an asshole. Right. Well, by house, I mean, like I let him sleep outside. Um, there's a hammock. It's fine. It's not that cold. It's a desert. It's, it's specifically so much colder at night. <laughs> it's it's just... warm during the day. <laughs> during the day. I gave you a sheet. I could, guys. It, it was very nice. I could see his house from where he let me sleep. It, I could see the lights while the lights were on. I could see the lights of his house in the distance over the hill. <laughs> so it was kind of nice. Yeah. I don't know what you're complaining about. I gave you an old bucket for food and for pee. I don't like it's a I don't like that it's a multi-use bucket. <laughs> it's a multi-use bucket. I didn't like well, that. Well, sh- this is good. Uh, should we move on to our next song? Yeah, I think we've. You I know, think we're both I, refusing to <laughs> talk about this anymore. Yeah, because um, realistically, like I feel like we can. Uh, beat this uh, pee bucket joke to death um, mm-hmm. for at least another nine months. So like if that happens, just you know, wake us up when September ends. Summer has come and passed The innocent can never last when September ends like and that was wake me up when September ends by Green Day um so uh listeners remember the beginning of this podcast where we're like we're not gonna get too sad it's just we'll kind of try to keep it light and airy and like not sad um we fucked up <laughs> we fucked up I could like these last two are hitting me pretty hard for some weird reason. Um, yeah, you think, yeah. Um, so this one is about was Green Day. Like I said, this one was written um, for Billy Joe Armstrong's dad, um, who passed away when he was ten years old, at the beginning of September. And so the fun background of the story, we'll keep it light. The fun background is that the, after the funeral, his mom came in and knocked on the door to try to like see how she can help her son. And he said, wake me up when September ends because he was so sad about his dad dying. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah. I might start crying. Um, this is terrible, Zach. Why did you do this to us? Well, I said we should do like just, a Christmas episode, and you're like, "No, nah, really fuck good. that. Let's make it. Let's We're cry." We're still gonna do a Christmas episode. This one was just oh. I wanted, been wanting to do it for a long time. Why did I choose the song? Good, I I don't know. We had some. Uh, we had a couple other options, guys, and we went with this one. And I we went with this one. So I. But the thing is, the reason I chose this is because like I didn't know. That this song's history until we I started looking into songs like when Zach was here when we recorded the last one said let's do a memoriam so I was like okay like I was just googling because I was like okay like what songs are kind of in the in memoriam aspect and then this one came up and I learned more about it I was like oh man I always loved this song and like like I've I think I've said this before if I had to choose a favorite you know it's hard to choose a favorite album but if I top five favorite albums of all time yeah uh american idiot is american on that top five list it's a really really good album and And, um no go well i was just gonna say this one's technically not even even though that's a narrative structure this one isn't doesn't actually fit in the narrative structure because when he wrote it he just wasn't ready to emotionally ready to publish it It was it was supposed to go on the record that came out before on shenanigans but it yeah he wasn't ready to do it but it's weird because like not realizing that like i always thought that it still fit in perfectly oh yes it does yeah i just think that's sorry yeah yeah, like it it wasn't it doesn't fit in like it technically it doesn't fit in with the whole jesus of suburbia what's her name um saint jimmy like storyline yeah, the, the storyline yeah but it still does i don't know how to explain it like it still does uh, i remember too uh knowing the song was a sad song um because when they released the music video for it it was because you know green day not very political right um but they yeah famously not <laughs> famously political. not political they didn't not have an album called american idiot Absolutely but the not. I remember I had Ray, um, Evan Rachel Wood, who was in Across the Universe, and um, some other guy was in the music video. And it was about these two, like, fresh out of high school, like, high school lovers and uh, high school sweethearts. High school lovers sounds perverted. High school sweethearts. Um, <laughs> and it does he, perverted. <laughs> and he gets drafted, or he gets drafted or sent to, you know, the Iraq War. And oh, I remember being yeah. a very sad music video. I don't think I ever finished the music video because I was like, oh, this is sad. Like, I can't tell you how. I think he dies. I'm pretty sure he dies. I think I might have watched it probably just a couple of times, but I'm like, nope, I'm not watching this. This is sad. I'm going to go with the, with, the, with the song. I'm going to guess that he dies. Yeah. Um, um, you know, speaking of sad, sad music videos around the same time, um, and I know it's not a, actually a sad one, but I remember um, just a fun little for- fun fact. Um, you know what? Remember when Nickelback had the photograph song that came out and the music video was about firemen? It was yeah. not long after 9 11. My dad is a fireman and I remember like starting to watch it. I've never watched it all the way through. I'm like, I'm not touching that. You're talking about dads and, you know, music. That was one I remember being like, I'm not watching this at like seeing like the first like 30 seconds it comes up that the guy's a fireman. I skipped it. Yeah. Because I was like, I can't watch this. Like, I'll listen to the song but I can't watch this. Um, yeah. Um, 
yeah well i um i really love this song i don't remember i know it wasn't the first time i listened to it that i i um knew it was about like his dad passing or something but i did know um i did find out later and and i remember being like this is this is a very very heavy song and um but it's still so good and so this and this is what i want to try and talk about is like all these songs are so artistically driven um and i think part of it is you're like i'm gonna write a song in dedication to someone who's passed away so you're like you're trying for that person and not like just that person but like the memory of that person which is always like the memory is always like all the great parts, right? You, that's what you want to remember. So you remember yeah. all the great parts about a person. And so you're like trying to write a song for a memory of a person. And I think it pushes artists to make these really, um, these really beautiful songs that are like amazing to listen to. And, and they, they, um, I don't know. It's, and it's and kind of talking about the, the memories and all that, I think that's kind of, or my favorite lyric comes into play. It's the here comes the rain again, falling from the stars, drenched in my pain again, becoming who we are. Again, this is an amazing song. Very sad. I think listeners, you lucked out because Michaela just walked into the room and I can't cry or else she will also make fun of me. So, um, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I like that. Uh, she asked what yeah. we're listening to. Um, it was, it's we're listening to when, Wake me up when September ends. It's a uh, we're doing a in memoriam episode about songs that are written for people who have passed on because Zach loves pain. <laughs> yeah, it's not why <laughs> he <laughs> he has his earbuds in so you can't hear me. But it's I'll not tell you why. in a second. Uh, um, um, yeah, she she can't hear it. my my AirPods in. I'll tell her in a second. Um, what's what's your favorite lyric? <laughs> Uh, I do actually like what comes right after because that's the first part of the chorus, and I actually like the last part of the chorus. Um, as my memory rests, but never forgets what I lost. Wake me up when September ends, because I, yeah, I, I really like that 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 bit about like because you do you know you lose memories as you get older. You don't quite remember everything unless you have like a photographic memory, but a lot of stuff stays. And, uh, yeah especially about people who have passed on maybe or had a very significant part of your life. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Whew, man. Well, well, there's not, a, a, um, there's not a great fun, way. Fun, fun fact. I heard both of these songs live the, on my first concert. So that's also another here. You meet and wake me up when September ends. Oh, Jimmy Eat world, Jimmy Eat world opened up for, um, American or for Green Day's American Idiot tour in Vegas, and it was the first concert I went to. Definitely heard "Here You Meet," and then I also heard "Wake Me Up When September Ends." So, fun little Brady fact for you. I didn't realize I was fourteen at the time. I didn't know how sad things were. I mean, I mean, I I want to say to be fair, a lot of people don't realize that these songs are about people have passed on. Even though yeah. you're like, but it's right there in the lyrics. It's like, yeah, but think about like when stuff is on the radio how often do you pay attention, pay, pay attention and pick apart lyrics about like, Oh, that's what this song is about. We want to ruin this for you. Listener. That's <laughs> not the purpose. I don't want to ruin songs. I want you to appreciate the, the beauty of what they're about. I don't know, man. 
Well, should we uh, should we uh, sell out, Zach? Yeah, no. there's no graceful way to really transition, huh? Uh, let's no. go to sell out corner. <laughs> We don't have an ad this week. If you would like to uh, have us advertise your product on this show, please email us at don'tskipthisone at gmail.com. And in addition to the ad or lack thereof, uh, go follow Don't Skip This One on Instagram or uh, just Instagram. No way, we have threads and uh, YouTube. Sorry, I need to edit our um, the blurb that I do because I... I have Twitter in there. It has since um, not only changed names, but also um, I don't want to encourage people to use that website anymore. So, what's wrong with that website? It's not. Um, it's a run by a fire. crazy person. It's a, it's a trash fire run by a crazy person. Um, we don't really use the Threads or YouTube yet, but we should. No, I I use Threads, but if you follow us on Instagram, it's I just post the same stuff. So. Might as well give us a like. That's you know why not? Throw it, throw 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 some bones our way. Um, any one, any of the ten of you, actually, all of the ten of you. Um, subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. Um, if you do subscribe on Spotify Premium, it'll play the whole song instead of just the thirty second clip. Um, so you could listen to all eight minutes and thirty seven seconds of American Pie. Um, instead of just those sweet, sweet 30 seconds of it. Um, and uh, leave a review on uh, any of those platforms that allow you to. or uh, Again, a if it's on Spotify, one of you gave us a one. One of you sons of bitches gave us a one. And I was reminded of it during Spotify Wrapped. <laughs> I will find you and I will kill you. That is so Not- unnecessary. I just um, had to ostracize at least the one person who's listening who gave us a, just change it, please. 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 Oh, it's been a rough please? day. Zach made me cry. Zach and Michaela, while we were doing our commercial break, made me cry about the last song. Um, I was doing fine, and then Michaela said something and it just made me snap, and I started crying. So, just... <laughs> I don't just, feel that bad, but I feel a little bad. Just give us a five star because of that, okay? It's been a rough day. Okay. Not really a rough day, but rough episode. It's been <laughs> a great day. It's an easy day. There's you know. I went to the DMV, but it wasn't uh, a terrible day. I just Yeah. Um well this is the highlight of my day, so take that how you will. Um uh, also, every episode has a playlist on my Spotify profile. Um, if you search Zach Fisher on Spotify, my profile is the one with the show's logo on it. Um, the other Zach Fishers are um, also me, but um, I've forgotten how to log into those ones. So just forget about it. Um, that's a all joke. of them. All of them. All of them. All of the Zach Fishers on Spotify. Exactly. He's that. Continue for you don't understand how many how many Gmail accounts he has. Just trying to remember Zach Fisher one, Zach Fisher two, Zach Fisher three. He's on like forty five. It's and the the weird thing is, listeners, he doesn't realize that you can just click on like forgot password. There's a forgot password (laughs) button. That's what that's for. Oh, uh, 
Please share this show with your friends. We would appreciate it. We're funny. Strangers on the street, on on your threads. Open a threads account. I'm. I don't even have one. I don't know why I'm encouraging people to use it, but just don't. No, I think I think tell you, people I think, about I it. I think I think you pretty much get one when you have Instagram. It's like one of the same. Fair. I think I technically yes, technically have one. I just don't use it. I guess. Yeah. Um. I use it. I re thread. I don't know what it's called. Retweet. I. You've, I you retweet re- them. Repost. Repost. That sounds stupid. Well, Revine. It does. Re what? Revine. Revine. Revine for Revine. Revine for Revine. Do it for the Vine. Um. Also, the audience out there, get excited for our early internet one because that's coming down. That's coming. That is coming. We're gonna do it soon. I don't know how we're gonna do it. We've been talking about this for years. But I'm excited for this one. Years is uh, a, a really about a year. It hasn't been that long. Yeah. Um, that is it for Sellout Corner. Are you? Oh, are we, are we? Are we really gone away? And that was the song Gone Away by The Offspring. Um, and hey Zach, who is this about? Okay, so uh, fun fact, I up until uh, reading the Genius.com description, I thought, I, I guess I believed the rumor that this song, song was about the uh, singer's at the time girlfriend who, got, who died in a car accident. But apparently... Uh, that was just a rumor. Um, so, um, but I will say it is very clearly like at least talking about like, uh, you know, someone who has passed on, but it wasn't really a specific person. He said he wrote it. This is what uh, Dexter Holland, the singer said that he wrote this after he was in a restaurant and, um a couple ran in wanting to call the police that someone was chasing them with a gun and then moments later gang members ran in and shot up the place and no one was actually hurt but it was um he said just the idea of coming that close to death was a life-changing moment um so he wrote this song um kind of because of that near-death experience that he had um or probably like thinking about if, because uh, I guess his wife, his wife at the time was with him, um, and could have, she could have died, and like maybe thinking about that. Um. So, I guess I broke the rules a little bit with this one, but I will say unknowingly, I did, I did fully believe. I had read on the internet before, and everything that the internet is, says is true. So. Um, anyways, yeah. um, but this is Either a way, really good song. And so still a really good song. No, oh, it's a great yeah. song. Um, and, uh, I, there's not time for both, but, um, if you guys haven't heard the, their 2021 album, they do the, uh, piano version of this is, that's really, really good too.
Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. I'm going to It's really good. Um I really like the um I mean I, I just like all the the imagery in this song. Um and like I like the lyric especially like black roses and hail marys can't take back what's taken from me. Um it's like a really rough lyric about you know just like it, you can't change what happened um um i'm still reeling from the fact that i was i was like ready to talk about like how it must have felt for his girlfriend to die in a car accident and apparently that didn't happen at all so yeah, yeah. so can you tell us a little bit more about that um thing that happened I mean, because no? he was it in was a crazy. restaurant when it got shot up. It's still a pretty traumatic. Yeah, event. that is pretty traumatic. No one died though. Um, you know, I have to, I have to make fun because I cried over the last song. So uh, <laughs> I think it's fine if you cried over the last song. It makes sense. And what do you um, think about this song, "Gone Away"? I, I still really like this song. I, um. I don't think I ever realized it because it's like mostly songs. I don't, I don't think I've ever realized it. Cause it was like, well, yeah, this song comes on when I'm listening to offspring with my dad. Like, I just really like this song. Yeah. Like, I, the chorus is my favorite. Like there's nothing like, I, I think I know there's nothing like super like intense or special about the chorus. I just, I like the way that he sings it. Offspring is like, he's got such a unique singing voice. I, and I love it. He does, yeah. Dexter is like, I, a really voice. I don't know if Michaela can hear me. Um, she went back to our bedroom. But I would love to see The Offspring or Green Day. I've seen Green Day, but I would love to see them again. Or The Offspring, who I've never seen in concert. So, you know, Christmas is coming up. We're going to throw those... Uh, throw those blatant hints. Yeah. Um, it's like... like going to uh going to the north pole and just shouting at at santa through a closed door instead of writing the list yeah and just being like xbox big screen tv a bunch of legos that was your list from this year yeah that's my list it's mainly just the Legos. We just bought a, a a new TV, so it's really just the Legos. Just the Legos now. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you like the song? Oh, do you have a favorite? Part? I like the song. I, you know what? I'm disappointed in myself. That last joke could have been better, and I couldn't think of anything. Oh, I'm so stupid! Stupid. Um. Well, sorry. You know, your reviews in soon and we'll take that into account, but hopefully it won't reflect poorly and um Yeah. Won't yeah. Have to get um what was your favorite part of the song? Was it the part where no one died or the part where uh the rumor wasn't true? Do you wanna just go to the next one then? Because you just that's so you're so upset with me about about this. I'm not no no no. I wanna hear what your favorite in memoriam part of this song is. My favorite part is when he sings and it feels and it feels like heaven is so far away. Which, again, maybe it's not about a specific person, but if it's 
like a specific person in Dexter Collins' life, but this song is about someone who has passed away. Like uh, this is makes... this is the song that you would. All of the lyrics are about like you passed away, and I wish that literally the pre-chorus says I uh or no yeah uh, if I could trade I would about reaching out to the sky and like yeah anyways that makes sense no I get that I get that but do you have anything else r- realistically you want to say about this song uh n- uh no it's a great song you should go you know it's a, it's an amazing song um I kind of wanted to to jump on that where the you know heaven is so far away but like sometimes I feel like it's not like heaven is so far away but you know like where is heaven like is it outer space where is it like do you ever think that like neil armstrong when he went up and went up and was able to um kind of be in outer space he's able to get close to what he thinks heaven would be, be like you know just him being that man on the moon was man on the moon by rem um this one was my choice this one was a another like in memoriam tribute to andy kaufman who is who was maybe is um a very funny comedian who always stays in character like his like andy kaufman if you ever look like he was on snl um and on taxi and like uh, he did lots and lots of bits, and his whole thing was always staying in character for the bit, and like to the point where you're like you don't know if this is genuinely him or a character he's portraying, or like yeah. like um. And it talks about in the song, you know, kind of talks about some like the you know stuff about wrestling. Like there was a famous thing where he had this whole feud with this wrestler, and he went on to challenge the wrestler to a wrestling match and the wrestler like completely beat the crap out of him. And then you find out later it was all a hoax because it was just, it was him just wanting to be funny. And like, and there's, you know, I I think it's really interesting because like there is a big conspiracy theory that Andy Kaufman faked his own death as like one final joke. Yeah. And then, you know, I think it's really interesting because the song kind of goes into like other, you know, like the, you know, the man on the moon, um, Cleopatra and the asp, um, Moses and the staff, like different, like, you know, in like to the, uh, REM, like different, like hoaxes, um, uh, or, or conspiracies about hoaxes. And it's just, it's really interesting. It's really cool, clever. And like, I've, ne- I, I really want to watch Man on the Moon. I still have never seen it. I, I don't know why. I think it's because I don't. It's I've never been able to find it when I'm when I in the mood to watch it. I can't ever yeah. find wherever it's streaming. Yeah, I um, 
I know for me it's weird because I haven't seen Man on the Moon, but I've seen the documentary about Man on the, the Moon. The documentary about Man on the Moon. Yeah. yeah. Where where even Jim Carrey started to get become Andy Kaufman like like yeah. he became Andy Kaufman in like a method acting way. Yeah. To the point that it was annoying people in his life, but yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, um, I, and I didn't know about Andy until I saw that documentary or maybe I'd heard See, a few things about him. I, I, I had watched a bunch of Andy Kaufman. Um, like I loved watching whenever Andy Kaufman would do, he would do like weird skits on SNL and like, the early years, like the 1975 to eighties to the eighties, like in that first five years, he would come on and do weird ones. Like I remember one where he came on, put a record down, played it. It was the mighty mouse theme. And he kind of just sat there just staring at the camera while the mighty mouse thing came on until there was one section of the song. Um, let me let me just pull it up. I just want to make sure I'm got this right. But um, so he would, and again, this is going to be a um, very much a visual joke that I'm gonna. You're gonna describe describe it. So like you hear this whole Mighty Mouse theme. It's like a long, you know, it's a three minute long song. And then at one point it says the the lyrics are here. I come to save the day. And he just like lip syncs it, but like lip sync spells it out goes here. I come to save the day. And then the rest, then whenever it's just the rest of the song, he just deadpan staring into the camera. Yeah. And it's one of the weirdest, but funniest things. And I can't figure out what makes it so funny besides the fact that it is. Yeah. If that makes sense. And like, and there's a big conspiracy theory, you know, he was really into like these weird jokes. And like I said, like the conspiracy theory is that he faked his own death. Like even his family members have come out and been like, he, I know he passed away, but like, he talked about it a lot, like to the point where like even some of his family members are like, I don't know if he's actually still alive. Yeah. Well, I think of the documentary, I think they like were pretty final about it because they were like kind of sick of the, the kind of sick of, of the conspiracy theory at the end of it. Uh, the, the people closest to him, his wife and his manager who like were the only two people that were ever in on his bits. Yeah. Um, they were like, no, yeah, he definitely died. But um, there is a conspiracy. That I, I think it's a testament to how he committed to bits that so many people have continued to be like, but did he? Because I, I will say the example I always think of with Annie Kaufman that they talked about in the documentary about committing to bits that again, it's like, it's also committing to bits. It's not, it's also like not always funny like but that's just the power of him there was a character he would do as a lounge singer it was it was like somebody he just like made up and i can't remember the guy's name but uh-huh. it, was, it was like the grossest sounding name even 
<laughs> and it was this guy and his his shtick was like he was a Vegas lounge singer. Yeah. And he hated Andy Kaufman. This character hated Andy. And he was also like really like gross, like um like uh really sexist and like um sleazy i guess was more and more the word i'm looking for there and and just like just this really playing up the gross lounge singer aspect um and he would commit really really hard to that like they were talking about how like they'd be on set i think it was for taxi which was the only show that he really had and and he would just like i don't want to do it today so i'm just going to dress up as this lounge singer and just like pretend to be him all day and like at first people would think it's funny and then eventually like this is stupid annie come on but he never gave in like he, that was yeah until he got thrown out but i will say what was funny was when jim carrey did that thing he was like i'm gonna because sometimes just to fuck with people because it was a full get up that you like couldn't really tell it was Andy's face underneath sometimes his man Andy's manager was dressed up as Tony, Tony Clifton Tony Clifton that's the name of the lounge singer that's right sometimes the manager would dress up act the exact same way do the exact voice and people would be like Andy stop it stop it it's not funny Andy we're throwing you out and then Andy would show up and they'd be like then who the hell is Tony who the hell is this guy and it would throw people off. And I'm like, that's that's kind of funny to like to do that. I think I think it would be it's funny to hear about, but definitely it would be frustrating in the moment, like if you're the person that has to deal with it. But it it is it is that's his level of that was his level of commitment. And that's why I think people are like, maybe he faked his death because he could commit to something this much where he just like fakes a death and just never comes back um and i know that they and which is a conspiracy theory and they're using other conspiracy theories in their song like about the cons there's a cons very wrong conspiracy about how the first moon landing wasn't the first moon landing um but everyone remember that yes it was so anyways that was a really long spiel. I got lost for a second there. What are we talking about? Andy Kaufman. Um, I I just really like the song. And R.E.M. is, going back to like the actual song though, R.E.M. is great. I love R.E.M. They're great. R.E.M., oh yeah, yeah, they're the, really, really good. From the, from the early 90s. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I really like this one. I'm glad that you brought this one. Uh, I didn't think about this one is this one was written for man on the moon is that right yeah this one was written for man on the moon um the movie about him yeah okay um do you have anything else you wanted to add about this song in particular no um nothing else i really want to add to this song specifically it's just like it's just a great song um you know, like I, anything else you want to add? Um, I don't know if I actually said a favorite lyric. Um, what's your favorite lyric? I do like, um, 
Ah, where'd it go? Uh, Noon got beaned by the apple. <laughs> apple good. Um, just because the theory of gravity was that an apple fell on his head. I like, I like that they summed it up to that he got beaned by an apple good. <laughs> they got beaned by an apple. Yeah. Um, I can't remember if you said your favorite lyric. I didn't. I don't. I like the. Um, let me let me just. I I I, I took down the lyrics. I thought I had I had talked about it, but um, I like the Hey Andy, are you goofing on Elvis? Um, because he did play an S. He did. Um, do an Elvis impersonation a couple times on, on SNL. Um, yeah. I just, it's, it's just a really, it's just a nice song and it's a cool tribute to a really funny man. Yeah. But yeah. Um, well, if you don't have anything else, again, like, like I've said, it, I said at the beginning, like, I don't think I should go into puns um, for these songs because they're about people except for gone away. Um, and so we'll just move into our next song um, right now. He stormed with his feet And he clapped with his hands He summoned all of his joy When he laughed It suffered all And that song was called Requiem by M. Ward Um, And I did look on As much as I could And I couldn't find a specific person This is about But I will tell you The music video and um, the lyrics are pretty clear that it's at least about a father figure in his life. If it's not his grandfather, maybe it's just um, an older, you know, great uncle or uh, an uncle or something, somebody that passed away. Um, I don't know specifically who in relation to M. Ward, but um, it's obviously describing some sort of a, a older person that passed away in his life. And I will say when I listen to this song, I always think of my um, great grandpa. Uh, I was lucky enough to know uh, my great grandpa. Um, He passed away when I was in middle school, I think. Um, And he was, he was just a really good man. Um, But um, part of the reason I wanted to put Requiem on here is because uh, we've we've talked about M Ward a bit, but not a lot because we have had she and him on here. Um, and this oh, is, is this, is is this him. him? This is him. Yeah. Oh, so she, uh, this be him. This be him. So if you guys don't know or haven't heard those uh, episodes, um, she and him is Zoe Deschanel uh, and M Ward. So uh, she sings and he plays guitar. Um, him plays guitar. Uh, okay. <laughs> yes. Him plays guitar. Um, and this is his... Uh, you sounded so stupid saying that. You're a fucking idiot. Um, and I hate you. Uh, the, uh, he, this is uh, this is M. Ward's uh, solo uh, stuff. I, I 
actually didn't look at the years. I, I don't know if this is pre or post Shanahan. Um, but he's a super great guitarist. Um, and he also has his really cool voice. He, he doesn't sing for Shanahan. Well, I think they have maybe a few duets, but not a lot. And um, so he doesn't really use his singing voice a lot, but um, this is a good showcase of it. So that's part of the reason I wanted to add. Um, what did, did you think? I, I, don't know I really like this song. I had, I hadn't heard this song um, before, you know, you decided to really drag down my day, but um, <laughs> sorry, no, I really like, I think one of my favorites, favorite lines is sometimes when he got into talking, man, he could rattle on and on. And I think, like, you know, kind of like you were saying with um, your great-grandpa, like, I think about sometimes it's just like, you know, the older older people in my life who have passed on. I think about, like, my grandpa, when we could get him, like, he wasn't a talker, but when you could get him talking, like, you know, he would talk. Or, you know, even my grandma, who, who recently passed away a year ago, who um, yeah. loved telling stories. Like, it's you know, it's very much something that like, I feel like a lot of people can relate to of, of especially like, you know, thinking about older, um, you know, not even father, but just parental figures, like grand, grand, grandmas, grandpas, like yeah. uncles, aunts, like people who are like, you know, it's, you know, different than like Andy Kaufman or, um, Buddy Holly, who had memorial songs about them, but like songs where I feel like m- people can relate to because, you know, everyone has lost somebody. And a song like this, yeah. you can insert who it's about because of the lyrics. Yeah. Like, I can't be like, oh, yeah, no, like, Man on the Moon, you know. I know it's about Andy Kaufman, but I think about my grandma because she, you know, really got into professional wrestling and yeah. she might've faked her own death. Like, but a song like this is something that I feel like everyone can connect to because, you know, of that, like personal connection to like, uh, you know, someone close in your life that you can see these this in that makes sense yeah uh, that's all i've always loved about this song and it um i i remembered that both it actually had two great grandpas pass and two great grandmas um well i think all well, technically you would have had uh sorry that i remembered during middle school yeah, but but like to get to where had, you are today, you would have had, had four, um, you know, and that that's not including like step or 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 anything, but like biologically, eight. you would have needed eight great eight eight grand, great grandparents, four yes. great grandpas and mas it all together you know it's just it's the way i see what you're saying like unless you were born in a test tube um it's just the way that it works okay Um, or if you were an alien are you an alien the world may never know um but yeah so i just when i when it's getting late here audience um uh we might start going off the rails also a little bit 
we're, you know, I want to keep going on about this, but I feel like I've alienated, you know, the one person who gave us a five, but hey, Kev, I was getting close to the end and I didn't know how I was going to get that in. Yeah, you're cutting it in on, on the line. Yeah. Okay, but keep going about M. Ward and the song. Um. Yeah, I remember... Um. I'm trying to remember when I, I think, I think when I first saw she and him, I was like, well, I know it's Zoe. Who's the, who's the him. Him. And I, uh, and I looked up um, who it was and I found him more. And this, I think this is one of his, the first songs I heard from him. One of um, him's first songs. You got to stop. It's <laughs> you, you've got to stop. Um, Why? It's just, it is just. That's what him's name is. I just can't think of. I it ruins whatever I was talking about. And I don't remember. Um, it probably wasn't that important. Then I guess it's fine. Uh, no, this was one of uh, the first songs I heard by um, M Ward, and um, that was the one time it was appropriate to say by him, when you didn't. <laughs> that, that one it made sense. <laughs> yeah i know but, <laughs> but that's why i didn't do it because i knew it was gonna just drive me a little crazy thank you so much um so i don't i don't recall uh if it was the exact first but it's definitely the one that i remember mostly because um i think this is the first time i listened to a song that was about someone passing that i was like oh this is about some like there was no question i was like this is about yeah. someone passing there's nothing else it could be about um and I remember even the first time, like, it just hit me because it, it, it was in college. So it was well past when my, um, my great grandpa's had, had passed. And I was like, oh, man, that makes me remember them. and makes me remember, like, you know, getting both of them were quiet. Like you were saying, they like they weren't talkers. But when you got them to talk, they had some good stories. And I and and um just all the, these these lyrics in the songs like in in war he was a tiger when it was over like a dove like i remember that you know when they needed to be mean they they could be but they were mostly just big softies they were just you know um and i um it also made me like even though he hasn't passed yet think about like my my the grandpa i'm closest to um and that's always like that one's the hard one when I'm like, I don't want to think that this song is hard for me to listen to because it makes me think about possibilities and not just like what's I wasn't about. thinking about possibilities, but thank you. Thank you for ruining that for me. I'm sorry. Oh man. This, this is why I said this is probably the one I don't I haven't cried yet, but this one's always hard for me. Um because yeah, it's just it's just the, it, and it's so specifically about um, father figures and and great and grandfather figures that it's I just so hard. I can be your father figure. Okay. Sorry. So George Michael's not in this playlist. No. Got it. Cool, cool, cool. That's I only know. I, realistically, I only know that song because of she's a TV show. Because um, they play, they play. The, the homeless guy sings um, "Father Figure" to Winston at What's the at, at the restaurant. And What's your favorite part of this? Song? No, like I like I said, it's the um, 
sometimes when he gets into talking a man, he could rattle on and on. Oh, you did say that. I did. I it's a, it is a really good song. Like Hims is a really really good songwriter. Um, I think no, my but, favorite. Uh, I, sorry, I realize I haven't said my favorite part of the song. My favorite part of the song is heart, his heart was stronger than a heavy metal bullet. Especially the way he sings that is like so yeah powerful. Um, anyways, the way him says it is, I think, technically how you say it. Um, Hims. I I will drive. I will drive up there to to punch you in the face. You oh. Keep doing this him joke. Um, yeah, it's, it's not a joke. That's his name. It's not his. All right, um, that's him's name. Do you have anything else you want to say about this song? No, but you know what? I did want to like this has been a, an emotional roller coaster for us, and I do want to it apologize has. for 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 the listeners because we do have one more song. I and, can't believe like, we waited to the end for this one. This one is going to get a little rough um, because everyone like like I feel like this one like you know because there's lots of memorial songs out there that we could have done. Um, like my hero was on the list. Um, where it talks about Kurt Cobain. Yeah, um, that, one was, that one was yeah. But there was a couple others that we had on there. Oh, another one that we had on was candle in the wind like that one is i feel like that one candle in the wind by elton john is one that like always comes up on songs about especially like not so much like personal relationships but like uh songs about famous people's deaths um because i believe it's about marilyn monroe and Mm -hmm. that one is super super emotional but you know what i feel like on this podcast we like to go big go big or go home and like I was thinking about putting on Candle in the Wind, but like I think it's gonna be so much better. Like it'll be five thousand times better if we went with this next song. Up in horsey heaven, here's a thing: you trade your legs for angels' wings. Once we've all said goodbye, you take a running leap and you And that was 5,000 Candles in the Wind by Mouse Rat. This one was my choice. I thought, you know what? If we're going to get sad, I need one song as a nice pick-me-up to end this, this, this podcast with. Because originally I did have... Um, I had candle in the wind and then i thought oh do you know what'd be really funny is to put on five thousand candles in the wind yeah. and and the only reason like if this were a a cover you know how like sometimes when you're looking at spotify you'll get like the weird covers or like the you know it's like the the nerd it's like the nerd guys will like play a uh like to the office theme or whatever, but it's not really how it sounds like them playing it. So you can tell it's not like the actual like theme song music or actual music from whatever TV show. It's like someone else that's yeah. doing it to try like, Hey, you know what? This isn't out there. So we might as well earn some money off of it. Yeah. Um, this one was, and I was a little worried cause I saw mouse rat. I was like, Oh, this is gonna be stupid until I look and it's, re- it's act- like 
the copyright um, on the album is it's actually released by Universal Music. So it is actually like NBC actually, yeah. that put out this album. So yeah. it's it is actually Mouse Rat, like with, with Chris Pratt as Andy Dwyer singing. Um and I thought, you know what, what is better than Candle in the Wind? Five thousand candles in the wind. And this is a uh this is a loving in memoriam song to um everyone's favorite mini pony. Miniature horse, mm-hmm. Lil Sebastian. Just if people haven't seen Parks and Rec. This is a wild, wild few minutes that they've been through. Um, I will. It's it's, it's, yeah, a, it's but, from Parks and but, Rec. I, I'm not going to explain the whole story, but it's from Parks and Rec. I just, I'm just saying. But that. realistically, how many of our listeners do you think haven't listened to Parks and Rec? Like, this is not. We're not like an intelligent like discourse on on the the human interaction or whatever. Like this, we are a comedy podcast where we talk about songs and make fun of each other. We've done a community episode. We've done an office episode. I'm surprised we haven't done a Parks and Rec episode. Well, we write that down. We should do, we should, we should do a Parks and Rec episode. It honestly might be on our list already. I don't know. Um, We have one less song we can do now. Um, No, just kidding. Uh, Yes. Anyways, it's from Parks and Rec. That's that. I didn't mean to interrupt, Um, but it is. I do. I do love this song though. That's a good song. Yeah, they actually they wrote a pretty good song for the bit. Yeah, um, the bit being, I, I mean, I'm gonna explain the joke. There's, yeah. a, there's a horse. There's a miniature horse that everyone in the town loves, and it's never quite explained why everyone loves it, other than the fact that it's just a miniature horse. But it's like a love. It's like a, it's like a. Am I am I right in that they never they don't show the horse until um um. No, no, they show the horse right off the like first time they mention him, it's at the, the Harvest Festival. They talk about little Sebastian and they're like, guys, we got little Sebastian. And he's at the Harvest Festival. And it's like this weird thing where like I've seen I saw an interview where it's like small towns and like small cities, they all have that one attraction that like that one thing that everyone loves that people when they come are like, What is this? Like yeah, I don't get it. And so, like, that was the whole bit. Is that like everyone in town, like everyone from like the sane to the the crazy in Pawnee, Indiana, all yeah. love Little Sebastian. But Ben Wyatt, who comes from outside, yeah, it's just like I don't get it. It's a horse. Like, what? Yeah, what am I missing? That's what I was trying to remember. If if they had shown him before Ben Wyatt showed up, but no, they had it, huh? No, so, and. Okay. And then yeah. later on in the series, little Sebastian dies and they have to put together a, like a full on, like n- not even just like a small little thing, but like a full city planned, uh, budgeted, um, um like memorial, memorial service. service for little Sebastian with like, and this is know, a song that, that one of the characters, Andy Dwyer writes. Um, because because he's told he wanted to write a song that's like Candle in the Wind, but he wanted to make it five thousand times better. Yeah. So, anyways, that's the whole bit. We just thought we'd we'd. I love the song. Um, we're gonna start to talk about the song. What's your favorite part of the song? Um, I I did. It, I really liked. 
I really mine like, is you'll and take a running leap part. and mine is uh, you'll take a running leap and learn to fly. <laughs> that one's pretty good. Because in the show too, Andy is married who is played by Chris Pratt is married to April Ludgate, who is played by um Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. And in it, you know, like he's talking about like, you know, take your wings and learn to fly. And it's like it's a horse. It's like, no, that's why you take a what like like he, yeah, but he's going to heaven, so he needs angels' wings. Uh, I like, and here's the part that hurts the most: humans cannot ride a ghost. <laughs> that it's part just, is great. It's just so good. Uh, it's such a, it's a funny song and a funny, funny show. Uh, we, we should we... probably do an episode, but yeah, yeah, we, we, I mean, this was technically your idea. Yeah. This is my idea. I wanted it because I thought, you know what? I, like I said, you guys didn't get to experience it because it was, um, I guess it was still recorded, but it was off camera and I um, cried. And Zach almost cried in the last one. And so I thought, yeah. we, need, we need a little pick me up. I don't, we don't want you yeah. guys to, to go home listening from this, uh, you know, on your drive home from work or, you know, uh, on your way back from a funeral or, you know, um, wherever you're. This is a bad it. idea on the way back for a funeral. Yeah, uh, don't, because we're trying to also be funny at the same time. So I, I don't know. It's don't idea. do that unless it's like a funeral for like a bitter enemy. Like that you're going to like laugh in someone's face. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Then you should probably go to therapy because that seems wrong. Probably you'd seem like you're the main character in a, or not the main character. Sorry, the main. You're the villain. villain. You're the, the, the villain. Main villain in a in a, uh, hero story. A Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh, or a Hallmark Christmas movie. Yeah, that's more of the times. Do you watch Hallmark Christmas movies? Have we ever talked about this? No, I don't. Uh, okay. My my mom and sister do. They love them. My dad does. That's surprising to me, yes. but not surprising. It's a weird mix of like. That that is surprising, but not like like I'm a little shocked by it, but like I get it. To clarify, when I say my dad does, that's the only person that does. (sighs) Everyone else, no, no, my mom doesn't like them. She makes fun of them along with us. She makes fun of my dad for watching them, and um, none of my siblings do. I I'm pretty sure that's fair. Well, um, you know what? I'll I'll tell your dad to if he needs some emotional support to text Hannah and just be like, "Hey, like, what do you think about this newest one? <laughs> what do you think about the newest one where a a big a girl who's moved away from a small town to a big city returns to the small town um, to just get one to thing save her, her her parents' Christmas tree farm to save her parents' um, Christmas tree farm and with the, the big city ideas and she sees her high school sweetheart but oh no she's engaged to someone from the big city what is she going to do she's going to choose the small town <laughs> sorry just blacked out and and did the plot of every Hallmark Christmas movie ever no 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 that's not the plot of everyone like here's here's a perfect plot okay. for a Hallmark right, Christmas movie the perfect plot. so uh, it is. No, you know, a big, big time city lawyer. Um, she, no, not lawyer. She is a, um, she's in, in print. She's in like magazine. She's trying to come up with the best story. And, um, she knows that she, she goes home, she's going home for the holidays and her parents, 
um, own a, um, they, they have like a big meadow where like, um, deer and other like wood animals come out and they do a big festival every year in the meadow where you can like, there's a big petting zoo for the, um, um, for the, the animals. And then she falls in love, um, with this, the new guy who comes to town, who is, um, trying, who is going against everything she's writing about in this article. Um, he's of German ancestry and the movie's called, um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer at Christmas time. That was stupid. You didn't even. You didn't even. Rudolph love, you know, because it's usually they're usually German like a weird. Rudolph. Okay, I see the because Rudolph. Okay, German answer. There's usually they usually take they usually take like a, a Christmas phrase and then spin it a little bit. I didn't do a good job on this last one. I was trying to come up with something original, but it's like she comes home and realizes that her parents have set her up on twelve day, dates to go on before Christmas, and she falls in love with the the last one on Christmas Eve and they call it the 12 dates of Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's usually stuff like that. Yeah. Um, anyways, welcome to, uh, welcome to the Hallmark Christmas movie podcast. Um, do we have anything else we wanted to say? I wanted to, um, one horse formally... open sleigh. It's a movie about, <laughs> <laughs> um, someone who's come home, her parents own, the um all the sleighs like a, a sleigh business in the winter time and um this uh this uh, this guy who she's never met before he is um buying out her parents um sleigh business and she thinks yes. that he's this evil person but then you know she comes to find that she's got true love with him and her fiance is actually the the evil one and again as one horse open sleigh yep um i i was gonna formally apologize to you for uh making you do this episode um but also thank you yeah thank you very much um Um, i cried already today so that's fun yeah that's healthy to cry every once in a while i guess um uh, and also uh thank you to all the listeners if you stuck through this whole thing um what a wild ride um what a wild wild ride these what's are all great songs you? um these are what's wrong with you you <laughs> you enjoyed why did you this another... this this was a rough one for me and you enjoyed it you me and you me, are psychotic you can hang out with me i don't think you're psychotic i think you're a great person i think you're great zach <laughs> zach thinks you're wonderful and if you're and... a single you know, also uh, text him. I am, I am single. So um, I don't really want this podcast to be the way that I find people though. It seems like a weird way. Um, um, the, the big city, the big city engineer with a closed heart starts a podcast around Christmas time. No, that's <laughs> such a terrible, <laughs> not a good plot for a movie at all. What an uninteresting character that and, and, and we, gives a shit about. The movie's called Fishing for Christmas. Because your last name's Fisher. No, I, I get it. You didn't even explain that why.
Okay, are we done? Do you have anything else you wanted to add? Nope. Um, just that my headphones just died. So. Oh, okay. If 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 the audio sounds different, that's why. Um. Okay. Well, just like we say at the end of every episode, um, treat every day like you're in a Hallmark Christmas movie and um, uh, tell the people from small towns in your life that you that you love them and yeah this is the end of that one for this episode i don't think you got enough use for our in memoriam episode thanks for sticking around fellow music nerds